Planning for retirement with an eye on taxes and fees is a big job. On today's show, we'll go through some tips to help make sure your money lasts all the way through retirement. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. He is an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. There could be an opportunity to get a copy of that book coming up. We do have just wonderful news for you. We talk retirement each and every week, but we're going to give you an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy. No cost or obligation just to talk about your retirement situation. And speaking of retirement, the topics, they range from safe money strategies to state and legacy planning, you know, tax planning, Social Security planning, Medicare planning. A lot goes into your retirement. Make sure you have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. And again, we are ready to go. Saving for retirement, it's a big job. And now, more than ever, we are living longer, so you have to be careful there, and in some cases, a lot longer. So we wanted to talk about it. So we wanted to answer this big question. How can we manage our savings and stretch our dollars to make sure that we don't run out of money? Prashant, first of all, welcome in. Hope you had a great week. Yeah, week's been great. Uh, how are you doing today? Good, 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 man. I, this is an interesting question. I mean, when you think about it, uh, you are planning for retirement your entire life, and you get there, and all of a sudden, you know, medical advances, uh, we're exercising, eating better, we're living longer, and boy, I tell you, you're going to have to stretch your money when you get into retirement, and uh, you need to be careful there. So we wanted to answer the question, how do we do this without running out of money? The first thing you got to be concerned about are fees. Without a doubt. Now, you bring up a good point. People are living longer and longer. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that people end up making when planning for retirement is they always think of retirement as this uh, specific date that you're working towards, whether that's your age of 65 or 62 or 67. They think of retirement and they think of that date as the end date of their career. But what a lot of people don't plan for is planning through retirement. You know, I think planning to retirement is very common, but oftentimes we don't make enough of an effort to plan through retirement. And that's what we're going to cover in today's show. Uh, but you brought it up, fees. Um, do you really know what you're paying? And so what we should do, I think, is break down all the different types of fees that an investor may incur. And the first one I want to start with, Morgan, is called the expense ratio. Okay. I know that yeah. that term has kind of been out there a little bit, but let's just break it down and put it into English. Okay, so basically, when we look at expense ratios, um, that is the internal fee that you're going to pay to a mutual fund company. And so if you own a portfolio that's full of mutual funds, you may want to look at those funds and notice what the expense ratio is on those funds, because that is the percentage that you pay for the management of that fund every year. Now, anytime we see investments that have high expense ratios, it kind of begs the question, what are we paying for? Right. If our expense ratio is high, are we getting the value that we should be getting for paying the fees that we're paying? And so that's a good place to start. If you need help 
uh, determining what kind of expense ratios are in your portfolio. If you've never been through that exercise before, it's a good exercise to go through. And and we can talk about how we can help you with that. And I, I know people oftentimes get expense ratios confused with our next topic here, Morgan. And I'm sure you've heard a lot about this lately is the mutual fund transaction fees, right? Yeah, absolutely. Big one, big one. Yeah. And so let's break that down. The transaction fee is the essentially it's a commission, right? It's a commission or sometimes it's called a sales charge. And that is uh, the commission or the fee that is associated with buying and selling uh, potentially a mutual fund. So it's not the ongoing fee, but it's essentially the upfront fee or back end loaded fee that you would pay for buying or selling a mutual fund. Um, so big distinction there. And then another one uh, is uh, a 12B1 fee. Okay, so 12B1 fee, this kind of really gets into the complexities of mutual funds. But if you're paying a managed account fee, um, that 12B1 fee that you're getting charged, uh, oftentimes, or a lot of times will be credited back to you. And so the rule of thumb with expense ratios, at least the industry, um, standard, you want to look for expense ratios that are typically under a 1% charge. But with that being said, everybody's situation is different. And, uh, you know, we, we never give general advice on the radio here. So when you evaluate the fees in your portfolio, I think the bottom line is that you have to be aware of what you're paying, how that's affecting your account's performance, and whether or not it makes sense to potentially look at alternatives, especially if you are paying more fees than you should be. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com on the World Wide Web. And I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We talk retirement topics each and every week here on the program. And because we're living longer, uh, you really have to retire smarter. You got to keep an eye on a number of things. You got to make sure your money's going to last you out through your, you know, your retirement. So one of those first big things you have to be aware of are the fees. And you, you heard Prashant on expense ratios, mutual fund transaction fees, and the 12B1 fee. I mean, these are all things that you need to kind of um, have in your, uh, you know, I guess your arsenal. You need to know what's going on there. And working with a professional is paramount. And there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy, no cost or obligation, to see where you currently are. Maybe you want to take a look at those fees. What's going on inside your portfolio? Uh, that's a good opportunity, and it's coming your way. So stretching that money, making it last. Here's another one. Build a retirement plan now, and wherever you are in your retirement process, it never hurts to get an updated strategy in place. So it's not a set it and forget it, is it, Prashant? No, absolutely not. Many people underestimate how much they should actually have saved in order to live comfortably throughout retirement. And so what you'll need to account for are things like your everyday bills and, you know, the normal stuff. But what about increases in healthcare costs, right? You'll want to consider the amount uh, of money that would offer you true financial freedom to live the retirement that you've always envisioned. And so we have to look at healthcare. We have to look at your daily expenses, monthly expenses. We also have to look at inflation, right? There's been a lot of talk lately about inflation being where it is. And what if that continues? Has your retirement plan accounted for rises in cost of living each and every year? And that's one of the biggest things that I think is 
overlooked. So you want to come up with a clear vision for how you want to retire. Now, for some people, that's the vacation around the world. For guys like me, it's maybe playing golf every single day. <laughs> or for uh, some of our folks out there, you want to volunteer sure. uh, your days to a nonprofit. Whatever that means to you, having a fulfilling retirement, you need to factor in the cost of your dream lifestyle when creating that retirement plan. I mean, there's so many of you out there that are do-it-yourselfers. And, you know, hey, I, I can applaud that. But at the same time, you know, are you covering all your bases? You know, working with an advisor, working with an, a fiduciary, uh, someone that's going to, you know, be in there with you, be a teammate, uh, having another set of eyes on what you are doing, having that plan, creating that roadmap, getting you where you need to be as far as your retirement and your golden years. I mean, think about that, folks. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy here in just a little bit. We're talking about just, you know, we're living longer. Uh, we need to make sure the money is going to last in retirement and things you can do uh, to make that happen or at least you know, have a better shot at it, right? Make sure you know your fees. Uh, make sure you have a plan. Make sure you are revisiting that plan, that strategy. Make sure uh, from time to time you're checking on it to make sure it works. Uh, Prashant, what about managing your debt once you are getting close to retirement and into retirement? You know, it's hard to save when you have that debt hanging over your head, right? So you want to start really by listing all of your debts in order, okay, from your highest balance all the way down to the lowest balance. This is called uh, the debt snowball, where you essentially go and you pay off the lowest uh, balance first and then pay the minimum balance, a minimum payment on every other payment. Then you take what you uh, were making in payments and just keep rolling it into the next highest. Uh, balance as you get them paid off. And so once you've paid off all your debts, you want to allocate that uh, amount that you are allocating for debt to your retirement savings. Okay. So if you spend $500 every month to pay off debt, you want to use that $500 for retirement savings after the debt is paid off. Okay. And so look, I, I, I know when it comes to making sure your plan works uh, especially as we're living longer. There's a lot of different things we can talk about. Morgan, I do in the next segment, just because we're short on time here, I do want to talk about one more of these. But let's open up the phones right now. Okay, for the next 10 callers who call in right now, you're going to have the opportunity to schedule a visit with me and my team at Elite income advisors. And when you come in to visit with us, it's a completely complimentary, no cost and no obligation visit. Now, the, you should make the phone call, okay, if you are just like a lot of our clients who have very common frustrations when they deal with retirement. Number one, if you feel like you don't have a real retirement plan in place that shows you how much you can spend without running out of money, then you really need to pick up the phone and give us a call. If you don't know when your money is going to run out in retirement, that's another reason to give us a call. Or, you know, if you're afraid that taxes may eat up too much of your retirement savings and your retirement income, you're a great candidate to give us a call for that no cost, no obligation visit. And when you come in, we're going to help you develop a real professional financial plan, which will help you take the guesswork out of financial planning and uh, Morgan mentioned my my new book that just came out. It's called Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth. Just came out this year. When you come in for your visit with us, 
uh, make sure you ask me and my team for a copy of that book. We'll be more than happy to offer it to you complimentary. So pick up the phone uh, and give us a call right away. Get on our schedule in the next couple of weeks. Here. All right, folks, we've got 10 spots for the entire show. So make sure you grab one of these right now. It's a courtesy service provided at no cost to help educate and enlighten. Here's the number 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. This is your opportunity. No cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. The number again, 10 spots. They'll go fast. 800-653-8404. Some surprising statistics about how Americans are using their 401k accounts. How much do you really know about your 401k? You might be surprised what your money is doing while you're working. Welcome back, Retire Smart Maryland Radio. That's the program you're tuned into. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. He's an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We talk retirement each and every week. Uh, we just finished up a conversation about making your money last, things that you can do, stretching your money when you get into retirement. Be sure you're aware of the fees. Make sure that you have a retirement plan. Uh, and also, you know, update that plan, revisit that plan, manage your debt. And this, this is what we wanted to throw in before we moved on, Prashant, uh, and you were adamant. And it's create guaranteed income streams. Yeah, and I thought this was a really interesting statistic. According to the IRS, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Think about that for a second. Seven streams of income in retirement. Wouldn't it be great to have seven different streams of income that were essentially ringing the register and paying you every single month? I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And so working with a with an advisor can help you create increasing income streams that take you through retirement. I tell you what, in an era today where inflation looks like it's starting to come back and kind of rear its ugly head, we need to have income to combat those rising costs that we're encountering at the gas pump, at the grocery store, at the retail store. I mean, you know, all these different types of things uh, are starting to cost more. And so how we how we combat that is really by creating as much income as possible. And we want that income to be as certain or as stable as we can possibly get it. So I wanted to mention that as a holdover from the last sure. segment, because look, if you've read my book, I say this all the time. And, and, you know, a lot of people who listen to me on the radio also watch my TV show. So if you if you've seen that, you've heard me say retirement is all about the income. It's not about how much money you have. It's about how much income you have coming in and whether or not that is going to fulfill your kind of perfect vision of retirement. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. You can find Prashant at Elite Income Advisors, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Check them out there. And uh, folks, we're talking about, you know, income streams and, and you know, millionaire average have seven. Well, here's one that we can get into now. And it's, it's an income stream for a lot of people out there. It's the 401k, great savings vehicle. Uh, we're getting ready for retirement. We're throwing the cash in there. But what do you really know about how they work? We've put together some things to remember when it comes to your 401k. And we've gone over this stat before. 60 million plus out there workers, are they have 401ks. So yep. listen up. First one, the average person, and this is interesting, only holds a few funds in the 401k. 
I, I thought this was so interesting. So we know that mutual funds and exchange traded funds are responsible for, you know, the vast majority of assets held in 401k accounts. But there's actually some data from Vanguard out there that suggests that savers tend to only use a handful of their funds that are offered to them to hold their wealth. So on average, participants were offered 17.9 fund options within their 401k. But the average account invested in only 2.7 of that. Wow. Which tells us that we're not making use of all the, uh, on average, we're not making use of all the options available to us. And so why is that the case? I think number one, it's an educational thing, right? People are taught maybe to just pick a target date fund and use that because they don't know any better. But another reason I think is because uh, maybe they don't have professional guidance, right? And so this is what working with an advisor can do for you is help you make some of those decisions to create a more well-diversified portfolio. We have so many clients that work for the state of Maryland, and you know, you get that plan uh, that's through uh, the MSRP plan there, and they give you about uh, a ton of different options in there. I mean, we've all looked at those statements and seen all those options. How do you make sense of which ones you should be picking? If you don't know, then you should know who to reach out to to at least ask those questions. And so that's what working with an advisor can do for you. But I thought that's that statistic was incredibly interesting. Well, we're going to piggyback on that. We want to remind everybody, we're just hitting 401ks and talking about it because it is a great savings vehicle for you. A lot yep. of people have them, uh, but there are things that you might not be aware of. And this next one kind of piggybacks on the first one, which was average person only holds a few funds. And this next one, roughly half, 50%, right at that number of all contributions are invested in one type of fund. Yeah, interesting. So let's look back at Vanguard again. When money flows to Vanguard 401ks, and this is from Vanguard, nearly half of it, about 49%, is actually invested in target date funds. Now, these funds are designed to make investing easy. Okay, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. They automatically shift the composition of uh, you know, investments within the fund as the investor nears their ideal retirement date. But as you age, riskier assets like stocks are swapped for safer assets like bonds, um, consistent with traditional retirement planning advice. But the question really is, is that the best thing for us, right? Because that is almost like giving general advice. So while on average, it may be prudent to become more and more conservative as you get older and older, it isn't the case for every single person out there. And that's simply because everyone's situation is different. I've told this story before. I have it like an 80-year-old or 82-year-old client who is extremely risky with his money. He'll come in and he'll ask me if it's okay to take more and more and more risk every time. Well, at least he's asking, right? (laughs) Right. But based on his financial plan, that's okay for him. Now, that does not mean that every 82-year-old should be making the same decision that he's making. Now, conversely, I have 50-year-old clients who don't want to take any risk at all, right? And so that's the best thing for their financial plan. So it really just depends what applies to your situation. And that's why... The target date funds aren't, while they're good and they're they're easy to understand, they may not be the very best thing for you based on your individual situation. I mean, we talk about it almost every week. You know, retirement is an individual 
story for you. It's it's not your neighbors. It's not your buddy at the coffee shop. It's not your friend at the gym, or, or in Prashant's case, maybe at the golf course. <laughs> I mean, the, these are situations that are going to be unique to you. So you know, make sure that you're considering all your options. And and you know, you're talking about a 401k and and things you might not know. Well, if you're in a 401k and you're doing this by yourself, you know, working with a pro, working with a fiduciary, taking a look at that 401k and the options that are in there. I mean. I don't know about you, but I'd love to have a coach, you know, on my shoulder uh, talking to me about my 401k and my options. And so we wanted to go over a few more of these things to remember when it comes to your 401k. Savers rarely buy their own company stock. Very interesting here as well. One of the most, I think, basic rules of personal finance is to diversify your investment portfolio. I mean, I'm sure we've all heard that. And so we want to diversify the investment portfolio from our income. So if your employer hits a rough patch, you really don't want to be in a situation where you lose your income and your retirement nest egg at the same time. So it's an interesting thing there. Do I buy my company stock? Or do I not? Again, it kind of goes back to having a financial plan that fits your situation. Um, but I thought it was interesting that people rarely buy their own company's stock. All right. This is a, this is a cool one, this next one. And it's it's the automatic version. And it, it's good for so many people because you're in it. But uh, most people get started because it is from the company and it's an automatic. Yeah. And countless studies have actually shown that an automatic 401k enrollment increases savings rates um, and and improves worker outcomes. Okay, so people who won't put in the effort to actually start contributing to a 401k are the same people who won't go through the effort to turn off automatic contributions, which I think is really funny because uh, in one in in on one hand, it kind of says something that we're not uh, making those contributions, but thank goodness for automatic contributions because it's how we get started. And what I love about the automatic is like my wife has this at her plan at work is <clears throat> every year she automatically has an increase to the contribution and she doesn't even really remember that she signed up for that option. So it's kind of cool. It's forcing her to save a little bit more each and every year. You could be uh, putting away some money as a result of automatic contributions as well. But look, when we look at these 401ks, when we look at your IRAs, your investments, your income, your social security, your taxes, all of these different issues are kind of like financial puzzle pieces. Okay. And when you have the perfect retirement plan, you really need all of those pieces of the puzzle to fit together. They all have to work. They all have to fit together. And so when you call us and you schedule that appointment, that complimentary, uh, no obligation visit with us, you'll be able to talk through these different puzzle pieces and, re and really recognize the different things that you need to consider. So for instance, with regards to social security, at what age should you start taking your social security benefit? How does it fit into your overall income picture? With regards to your investments, if you do have 17 or 20 different options, which options are going to make the most sense for you to make your plan work? What about your income plan? Do you have an income plan in place to sh be sure that you aren't in danger of running out of money if you live uh, 30 years or more in retirement. So obviously, there's a lot that we really need to discuss. What I've personally found in, in doing the work that I do is that most people just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of these issues. So if you've been managing your retirement plan 
by yourself, or you're now realizing from listening to the show that there are a lot of these issues that you haven't addressed, or if you're realizing that your current advisor hasn't been helping you enough in thinking through all of these issues, this is your chance to get a true comprehensive plan in place if these are real concerns. So give us a call. Our spots go fast. There's only 10 spots every single week. So give us a call, grab one of those spots and get on our schedule for sometime in the next week or two. Folks, the goal of the show, help you make the best decisions. So if you have any questions about what we've been talking about, and it's always retirement, folks, but 401ks, fees and commissions, get on the calendar. No cost or obligation with Prashant Sabapathy. 800-653-8404. 10 spots for the entire show. They will go fast. 800-653-8404. That number again, 800-653-8404. Learning from our mistakes is good, but learning how to avoid those mistakes is even better. So when we come back, we're going to go through some things that retirees wish they knew before they got there. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Hey, Maryland, it's Prashant Sabapathy. He is your host. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. You can find Prashant during the week at Elite Income Advisors, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. He's an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And folks, we talk retirement each and every week, and the topics range from Medicare planning, tax planning, Social Security planning, safe money strategies, estate and legacy planning. A lot of planning goes into your retirement, folks. Make sure you have all your I's dotted, your T's crossed, the boxes checked, and you're ready to go. And you have those puzzle pieces. Prashant says this all the time. And make sure you have all of them, and they fit snugly together. And when you step back from that puzzle, that's your retirement, folks. It is a clear picture of what you're going to be doing during your golden years. So no one really knows what retirement has in store for them, right? Here are some things that many retirees wish they would have known before they left work. So we're kind of going in the way, way back machine. People yep. have retired, at Prashant, and these are things that they wish they would have known, all right? Yep. The first one, there are no guarantees for your retirement investments. Yeah, it's a great point. And I think over the last decade... What has happened is we've had this artificial level of optimism due to the stock market, for the large part, just going straight up over the last 10 years. And so when we go through bouts of volatility in the market, uh, people aren't expecting it or they're not prepared for it because the last 10 years has been so good. And so while many people prepare for retirement with investments, you should know there are no guarantees when it comes to your rate of return or when it comes to the amount of risk that you're taking. Just ask some of those retirees who collectively lost $3.4 trillion, with a T, dollars in the Great Recession. So as you approach retirement, you want to make sure that you have a balance in your portfolio to protect against the risk of being wiped out. There's several different ways to do that. You can learn about those ways if you come in to visit with us. We're going to have some appointments available for you uh, with Prashant Sabapathy, no cost or obligation. So listen up for that. We have 10 for the entire show. And when they're gone, they're gone. That office, extremely busy. So to have 10 spots for radio listeners exclusively for you, uh, it's a big deal. So when you hear it, Grab one of them and uh, feel better about how you're doing with your retirement planning. So, you know, this is an interesting topic. You know, retirees, you know, 
now that they have the information, hindsight being 2020, they wish they would have known these things while they were still working. And this one is ever evolving, Prashant. The costs, it's going to be more because what? We're living longer. Well, according to the World Health Organization, life expectancy grew by five and a half years between 2000 and 2016, which, you know, of course, is great for global health, but it could also impact your retirement plan, right? Like you need to save more money for retirement than your parents did. Um, And then when you take inflation into account, uh, it really throws a wrench into the whole thing because your parents probably also had a pension. And so they didn't re- really need as much personal savings to make their retirement work. But now, if you don't have a pension, you have to save that money on your own. And then when we take inflation into account, the cost of everything seems like it's going up really quickly. And compound that with the fact that you're probably going to outlive your parents on average, that creates for the perfect storm of uh, disaster if you haven't done enough planning. Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors in the Maryland area, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. And this is just an interesting segment where we're uh, kind of rehashing retirees that have been there and they've done that and they wish they would have known uh, you know, when they were in their working years, all these things that are going to that have played out. I mean, think about it. Uh, there are no guarantees for your retirement investments. I mean, it's the stock market. Also, we're living longer, so it's going to cost more. Uh, this next one, this is why you need a plan, folks. You're going to make more from Social Security if you can wait. That's a big one. Yeah, you know, longer you wait on Social Security, the more you get. The question I get all the time, I was just meeting with someone uh, yesterday, actually, who asked me, well, without a crystal ball to know when I'm going to pass away, to, without to know, uh, without knowing when I'm going to go, how do I make the decision on when to collect my Social Security? Because doesn't a lot of that depend on how long we live? So he's married, and you got to remember if you're if you're married, then the lower of the two benefits will go away typically when one spouse passes. And so I thought it was a really good question that he asked because ultimately. What does it depend on? It depends on life expectancy, depends on the benefit you're receiving. So one exercise you can go through is to understand how much lifetime income you stand to benefit from and run a break-even analysis. Now, this is something that we prepare for all of our clients. So, um, you know, you'll get more out of Social Security if you wait. The question is, can I afford to wait? Is it better to spend my own money instead of collecting Social Security? Or do I want to collect Social Security and let my own money grow? But then I incur maybe some level of risk, like you talked about, since we're investing in the market, potentially. Folks, we are having a conversation about retirees that wish they would have known these things while they were still working, right? And this next one, I mean, you don't really think about it. I mean, you're going into retirement. You're going to enjoy your retirement years. But what about tax planning? Man, it can be complicated. <clears throat> Taxes are so complicated these days. I mean, for retirees whose income comes in the form of typically Social Security and tax-deferred accounts, things like 401ks, uh, IRAs, it can be really difficult to optimize your income to pay the least amount of tax. But what I will say is if you plan carefully and properly, tax planning, proper tax planning can save you a considerable amount of uh, money in taxes over the course of your retirement. And so your advisor 
should make tax planning a part of your overall plan. Now, whether that means that, you know, they work closely with your CPA to create tax efficient strategies, or maybe they're licensed to do it. You want to make sure that you're working with an advisor who has that conversation surrounding tax planning. I mean, think about it, folks. You're nearing retirement. You you think you've got everything in line. And, and we're giving you information today from retirees that wish they would have known these things while they were still working before they flipped a switch to retirement. And again, some of them, you know, we're living longer. So you have to make those considerations. Uh, Social Security on when you take it. Uh, tax planning, complicated, very, very important. And this next one, we don't think about it when we're retiring because, you know, you're in your, your mid-60s, maybe close to 70. You, you've taken care of yourself. You're in pretty good health, but you're not considering health care costs. Yeah, the average American couple spends $280,000 on health care in retirement. That's going to include things like prescription medication, dental vision care, insurance premiums, or even medical devices that are not covered by insurance, or if you're over age 65 and not covered by Medicare, um, those those different things. And so are we considering healthcare costs? I think a lot of people consider the cost of insurance, but they don't necessarily consider the cost of healthcare in its totality, which I think is a big big oversight as you head into your retirement. And and piggybacking that, I mean, with health care, uh, then you're having, you know, you're just getting older. And all of a sudden, what about long-term care? Yeah, you know, and if you if you if you know anything about me, you read my book or watch the show, I talk about my mom all the time. And my mom is in a long-term care situation. So I have a firsthand perspective on this topic, but half of Americans that are about to turn 65, the statistics say will require some form of long-term care. Now, whether that's in-home care, assisted living, nursing care, um, according to Forbes, that long-term care can cost quite a bit. Uh, And so while it's possible that your children may be able to take care of you, it's by no means a certainty, and you should make sure that you have enough money saved to be comfortable during that period of time. I'll tell you what, when I ask people what they envision when it comes to long-term care, the overwhelming answer that I get is, look, no matter what, I do not want to be a burden on my children. I hear that every single day, it seems like, when we ask about long-term care. And so that's why we offer these complimentary uh, visits. You know, if you call us and you're one of the first 10 callers to get on the schedule for today's show, we're going to be able to custom design for you that easy to understand financial review. Now, it's great for people who are concerned about things like long term care. It's great for people that uh, feel that they don't have anybody to call in the event that their partner dies or becomes incapacitated. If it's important to you to leave a legacy after you're gone, these are the types of concerns that we help people address every single day. So call us, get on our schedule, and um, you know we'll help you put that plan together. It has to include a lifetime income plan, a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current advisor or planner. And I think that we should be able to show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Heaven forbid we go through 
an economic downturn or stock market decline. So pick up the phone, get on our schedule, and make sure you ask me for a complimentary copy of my book when you come in for that visit with us. Folks, I don't know about you, but here at Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we're tired of status quo and being unsure if your financial advisor really has your best interests at heart. We've discussed a number of important topics on the show today. We do it each and every week, and now's the time. We've got 10 spots. Again, no cost or obligation. Grab one of these appointments and feel better about where you currently sit in your retirement planning process. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. It's about sitting down and talking about what you want out of your retirement. You know, what are your goals? And then, you know, after you talk about your goals, you create that roadmap to get you there. That's a retirement plan. That's working with a fiduciary advisor. That's working with a Prashant Sabapathy. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. Again, 10 spots. And, folks, this is exclusive for radio listeners only. And when they're gone, they're gone, and they go really quickly. So number, call it now, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Listeners have been busy this week sending us plenty of questions. When we come back, we'll tackle as many as we can. Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Samapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. A little bit about Prashant. He's an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, physical health, retirement wealth, and we talk retirement topics each and every week. And we also open up 10 calendar spots at Elite Income Advisors with Prashant Samapathy each week. No cost or obligation for you, the radio listener, to get a better handle on their retirement situation. Start the plan if you haven't started. And if you have started, one of those spots could be for a second opinion. Q&A. All right. Let's get to it. Clarksville is our first question. It's short, but there's a lot to it. Here it is. Greg is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. Do beneficiaries pay taxes on life insurance? So great question. Generally speaking, when the beneficiary of a life insurance policy receives the death benefit, that benefit is not counted as taxable income and the beneficiary does not have to pay taxes on it under current law. Now, however, a few situations do exist which the beneficiary is actually taxed on some or maybe even all of a policy's proceeds. If the policyholder elects not to have the benefit paid out immediately upon his or her death, but instead has the insurance company hold the benefit for a given period of time, the beneficiary may actually have to pay taxes on any interest that is generated during that period. Also, when a death benefit is actually paid to an estate, Okay, the person or persons inheriting that estate could also be responsible for paying estate taxes on that benefit. So there's a lot of moving parts to life insurance. It can be a great tool if used properly, but you just want to make sure that it's set up the way that you need it to be 
to accomplish what you want it to accomplish. I tell you, we, we say this often. I mean, working with um, a financial advisor, working with a fiduciary, uh, you know, having a, a coach kind of go through these things with you, a planner to help you as you move through your retirement and answer questions like we get every single day here on the program. I mean, that's peace of mind that we talk about, you know, knowing that you've got a game plan, knowing that you've got somebody in your corner that's looking out for what's going on inside that plan for you. I tell you, uh, that's valuable. That's very valuable. We're going to give you an opportunity to come in and talk with Prashant Sabapathy, no cost or obligation at Elite Income Advisors here in just a little bit. So listen up for that immediately following Q&A. Baltimore is our next location. Kevin is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. A co-worker referred me to a financial advisor that he's been working with, so I went for a visit. As it turns out, the advisor recommended the exact same mutual fund to me that he recommended for my friend, even though our situations are vastly different. Is it normal for an advisor to have, here come the finger quotes, a signature strategy, or is, is that something that I should be worried about? Look, uh, I can't speak for other advisors out there, okay? But what I can say is that your plan should be unique to you. Okay. And so if you were recommended the exact same investment portfolio that your friend was recommended, and you're saying that your situations are vastly different, I think that's something to take a second look at. Okay. So is it normal for an advisor to have a signature strategy? Well, yeah, maybe, but it doesn't mean that that signature strategy should be applied to every single person. So for example, that strategy may be a, a good fit for some people, but it absolutely may not be a good fit for others. So I think it comes back to if you were made that recommendation, why was that? You know, how does it actually help you accomplish your goals? And I think that's what the biggest underlying question is there is, is this plan custom tailored for me? And you should be able to answer that question by just looking at uh, things like risk and return and income and how that portfolio is going to help you accomplish those goals that you have for those particular topics. Q&A rolling on here on Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. And questions always lead to more questions. Uh, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant. Uh, no cost or obligation. That's coming up. Uh, take advantage, folks. Uh, get into that office. Start talking about your retirement planning situation. If you haven't started, get started. If you're currently working with someone and you've got questions about fees and commissions, get a second opinion. One of those spots could be for you as well. Next question up. Westminster is our location. Doris is there. Here's the question for you. I just turned 65 and I plan to retire in two years. Do most people still have mortgage payments in retirement or do they have their home paid off by the time they finish working? I'm trying to figure out if I should accelerate the process of paying off my home. My interest rate right now is 3.5% and I owe about 40000 this is an awesome question. I, I love this question. I get this question almost every single week. I actually did a video series uh, on this. This was one of the questions I answered in my video series. You can you can find that on www.elitetoincomeadvisors.com. The video series is called The Seven Financial Blind Spots. And so, uh, look, when it comes to paying off the mortgage heading into retirement, we talked about it earlier in this show, is being debt-free. Right. I think being debt free takes a large weight off of your shoulders. Now, 
With that being said, we do have clients that do carry a mortgage into retirement, but they only do that because they have enough income coming in to service that mortgage. And that is the key to this whole thing. Does your retirement plan allow you enough income to live the way that you want? If you have enough guaranteed income coming in to support a mortgage payment, then by all means, that can be an option for you. But if you don't have the guaranteed income to live the way that you want to and have that income support a mortgage payment, then it may be better to go ahead and get it paid off. Like I said, every situation is unique. But with that being said, it has to come back to how much income you're going to have coming in compared to how much in expenses you're going to have going out, especially when you get to retirement. Before we get to this last question, Prashant, I, I kind of wanted to go over, you know, if you get one of the 10 spots um, for your office this for this upcoming week, what, yep. sh- what should they bring with them to make that visit go so well? Yeah, so actually my, my team is fantastic. When you book that appointment, we're going to FedEx out to you the next day or within two days, we're going to FedEx out to you something that we call our media response kit. And in that media response kit, what you're going to find is a brochure about our firm. But in there, you're also going to find something called a financial planning worksheet. It's going to allow you to fill that out so that we can have a good understanding of what your situation looks like, okay, when you come in to visit with us. And so you'll fill out that four-page financial planning worksheet. You'll want to bring in any account statements you have, 401k, TSP, IRA, Roth IRA, You'll bring those statements in so that we can go through the analysis with you. But that first visit, it's really an opportunity to figure out whether or not we might be a good fit uh, for you and whether you might actually be a good fit for us in helping address your concerns. That's why we make it complimentary. That's why we don't charge for it, because it's really designed to help figure out whether we're the right match to at least try to begin the process of creating a financial plan for you. Final question of the program, and then we're going to open up the phones and fill up those 10 spots. Again, we do 10 each week, uh, but it's from Columbia. Here's the question from Chuck. I have two retirement accounts, one that is my current 401k that I'm contributing to and on track for retirement. But I also have another 401k from a previous employer worth about 330000 Should I roll that over into an IRA or just leave it where it is? Does it even matter? Yeah, great question. And I think it absolutely matters. So when we're in a 401k, we are kind of at the mercy of our employer who has negotiated the fees that we get charged on the 401k. It's also uh, limited in the amount of investments that we have. We talked about that in the second segment here in terms of what we actually have access to investment wise. When we go into an IRA, Chuck, when you roll that over, you have total flexibility to pick the investments that are going to suit your plan the best. We also have a little bit more control over things like expense ratios and fees, right? So um, most of our clients end up rolling over their employer-sponsored plans when they leave into an IRA um, because of the flexibility factor and to really make sure that it's copacetic within the rest of your financial plan. So with that being said, it's a great question. Uh, We do see a lot of people executing rollovers, but everyone's a little bit different. You just want to make sure that it works for you. And so that kind of gets me to my uh, last offer for today. For anyone who wants to call in, we are taking only the first 10 callers who can secure an appointment with us at Elite Income Advisors. We're right over here in Ellicott City, 
uh, right off of Route 100 and Snowden River Parkway, very centrally located. But if you're one of the first 10 people who call in, you'll be able to get one of those appointments with us. There's no cost for that visit. It's simply a, a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can be empowered to make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. Now, personally, what I found in the work that I do is that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. Number one, they don't know how much they're paying in fees and commissions. Okay. Number two, they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their retirement nest egg. And number three, they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So we'll sit down with you and we'll help you understand all of these issues. Now, many of our radio listeners who go through our process, they eventually do become clients of ours, but others don't. And that's okay because this process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's really just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show every single week. But we cannot give you specific advice for your unique situation in a general setting like this on the radio. So this is your final opportunity for today's show to get answers to some of your specific questions. Who knows? We may even answer questions that you didn't even know needed to be asked. So if you call right now and you're one of the first 10 callers to get in, not only will you get that appointment, but when you come in to visit with us, you can get a complimentary copy of my new book, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. It's your prescription for income generation, tax management, and financial peace of mind. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Folks, you heard it right there. We have 10 spots. Call this number. Get one of them right now. 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. It's advice like this that shows you just how important it is to meet with a financial coach who understands the ins and outs of the financial world. 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Call now. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 